Good afternoon and welcome to the Other Page Radio. I'm Hayward Fennell's program is brought to you by Triad Veterans League in association with the BNN Neighborhood News. We are here on WBCA LP 102.9 FM Boston's Boston's Community Radio Station. Thank you so much for listening to us. Certainly hope you're getting something from our Broadcasts, we're really out for the veterans. We uh, can't say enough about those that have served, but then we can say something about those that haven't served and don't understand what a veteran really is. Veteran is a person that raised their hand and swore allegiance to the United States of America and to follow orders specified to do certain things uh and uh, be proud of it. Didn't always work out that way, but we got things done. We saved the world in many, many, many instances and many, many, many wars and combat. But right now we are fighting a war in our own country, a war that shouldn't even be a war. There should be no reluctance in providing resources for veterans that falling within the realm of being homeless and mentally stressed. and Just that whole gambit of misfortunes that happen to our veterans and people seem to think that when you ask for support, you're begging. Can you imagine that? Here's a man or a woman that raised their hand to serve their country, no matter the command, no matter the demand. And, you know, they left and went to these places and fought, died, some of them came back like vegetables because of the trauma and the drama that is experienced, that they experienced during wartime. Imagine if you were a young man, 19 years old, back during World War II when it was about over with and you were charged to go to Dachau. Dachau. That's a place where people were found with numbers on their arms uh, to show that they were prisoners of war of the Nazis and that thousands and thousands of them were told to take a shower that really wasn't a shower, but it was a gas chamber. And so those people that were from America, they saw that fallout and it it impacted their thinking. The same thing happened in other wars when you see humans destroying humans. When you are someplace with a friend and something comes from out of the air or you step on something and you don't have a leg anymore or a head. These kind of experiences, when not addressed, causes stress and coping skills are not there. That's what we're dealing with now. We are dealing with something called PTSD. 
post-traumatic syndrome. I was at a meeting last night with a group of specialists, experts. I don't know where to get these terms from, but I'm not an expert. I'm not whatever they're trying to call themselves because we got to come together and protect the veterans. We really do. Because they can't protect themselves. People just blow them aside. The services that they render for this country that cause them to be in the mental state that they're in, they don't have anything to do with that. We have coming up now on November the 11th, Veterans Day is coming. And there's grocery stores and all the businesses, uh, you know, reduce prices. Some restaurants uh, give out food to veterans and their families. And, oh, that's okay. That's good. Thank you. But when you look at the fallout from PTSD. When you really, really look at it, and then you listen to the people in Congress talking about giving countries billions of dollars to continue warring on each other, and you have no voice for giving to the veterans in this country. Nobody said anything about giving veterans $10 billion to heal themselves from war. Nobody said a word about veterans except when they are running for elected office. There aren't that many people that are elected that understand what a veteran is and what a veteran is not. A veteran is not a beggar. A veteran is asking to be served because they have served. And I was talking to these people last night and they have a project that's coming up that is titled Black Veterans and Lung Cancer. Black Veterans and Lung Cancer. But last night was the first night that we met. And we talked about causations, uh, where they're at with veterans. Some are veterans, some are not. We're not. It had to be around 12 people, right? And I've been around a little while in this veterans scenario, for the lack of a better term. I've been around. This is the other page of radio brought to you by Triad Veterans League in association with the BNN Neighborhood News, WBCALP 102.9 FM, Boston. He'll be right back. We want to do a little PSA stuff now. The Oscar Michonne Family Theater Program Company welcomes those seeking to learn about theater and performance. We offer classes that bring out your talent and improve it. Want to get involved in theater production, acting, or singing? Then you can visit our website at theomtc.com. That's T-H-E-O-M-T-C.com. That was a public service announcement that we... 
bring to you because of veterans' involvement in a community-based theater program. Yeah, we got veterans involved in theater and theater technology. And we want to offer our services to the community. And we do collaboration performances that uh, talk about our culture significance and our cultural contributions using a intergenerational cast of youth and adults. Veterans are an overlooked and underused community resource, and we need to be mindful when you say that, you know, veterans don't deserve. Veterans deserve more than being ignored. They deserve more than promises being made and not kept. Because when you raise your hand, you put yourself in a whole different situation. You get your hair cut, you get a uniform, you get trained, and you get more training. And a lot of times, you get a gun in your hand. And you put in places way away from home. You might be in a tank, you might be in a foxhole, you might be in a strategy, but you got that gun. The gun is not anything but a weapon to kill. They put you in a situation like that, and now you come home still in another kind of situation, and they don't want to do nothing for you. They want to delay what needs not to be delayed. Your life can be saved, but you got to understand what a veteran is and that a veteran is not a beggar. Not. They come home and can't even speak about what they encountered, a lot of them. They can't talk about it. And so they go to the VA and they find a, somebody to listen and then they start to analyzing and diagnosing and all the things that go with trying to find out what happened. And they say, oh, you, you got a, you're not able to, to cope with your stress. You're a mess. So we're going to do our best and get you some services. And at the same time, because you can't function in that state of mind, you can't work, we're going to try to get you disabled as a direct result of your involvement in the military when you were in the military. That's promising. But when you get caught up in that system of trying to get your disability claim, it might take a little while. You got these presumptive diagnostics approach with the underlying being not culturally sensitive to for the service provider. And because of that cultural insecurity of not knowing, trust comes up. And veterans sometimes, unfortunately, don't trust the service provider. Nope. So the service provider, with his presumptive diagnostic approach will call that person or term that person as being hostile and can't work with that person because of his antisocial behavior, not really realizing that the antisocial behavior was there all the time, but they didn't see it because they didn't know what to look for. They didn't know what to look for.
And so the person that was trying to get the disability because they didn't know, meaning the care provider, what to look for, the person that's seeking the disability gets denied. Oh, he or she, they deserve to be uh, given the benefits. But now the process in terms of time has been extended. We'll be right back. The Oscar Micheaux Family Theater Program is a Boston nonprofit. They hope to teach the importance of community service through the art of theater, looking to establish a year-round community-based family theater organization with full theater productions by people from the community. For more information, you can visit www.oscarmichaudrep.tripod.com. Are you a veteran, or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. I uh, apologize for the uh, uh, putting that PSA up a second time, but sometimes you need to put stuff up a second time. And right here is what I'm talking about. Are you a veteran, or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. So getting back to the disability scenario that I was speaking about a minute or two ago, it's so, you know, discouraging to see the results of the lack of culture sensitivity when people were trying to get the right diagnosis for their situation. And the people leave, some of them may come back, some of them might find a provider that can help them. But we must not give up because they're in a real bad situation when they have been unable to cope with the stress of being in the military and to seeing the things that they've seen and to have this behavior that might look like one thing, but it's really something else. And so I was talking at this meeting last night, you know, uh, I'm just glad to be at the meeting and so on and so forth. And I said earlier that they were talking about uh, introducing themselves and what they're involved in, working with veterans and so on and so forth like that. And then I said later on, that's why I don't like to talk in groups because it's right there for you to see, to understand that the military has not been friendly to African-American veterans as a whole. I'm not weeping you know, I was able to get through that, but it took a long time. And sometimes when you know that you have this problem and it doesn't seem to be understood or resolved, that means that you're in a lingering situation and uh, you might do anything to yourself. You might start drinking. You might start smoking cigarettes and you never did that before. You try and relax yourself. And you have this 
insurmountable amount of stress that creates and makes you a mess. That can, that's what stress can do. It can work on you so bad that you begin to pick up bad habits and get a habit as is becoming addicted from drugs. You can become addicted to drugs, trying to get some relief that won't come from drugs, but get you deeper in trouble, and your body begins to show signs of breaking down through the various organs in your body. It's a straight drive. If you don't take care of yourself, then your body is not taken care of. If you do something to your body that's counterproductive to your health, then you become unhealthy. I mean, you know, come on. I said last night to this group of people from this program, and I'm not going to name it because anonymity might have a play in this right here, but I felt good being able to speak what I felt, and they received it. At first, they was, like, going on this path. <laughs> and I said, wait a minute. Where y'all going? There's some spirituality attunement we need to be working on if we're going to first help ourselves and then try to help others. We'll be right back. Put a frog in boiling water and it'll jump right out. But put a frog in cool water and slowly heat it up that frog will boil. As veterans, we tell ourselves the lie that we can handle anything. We let the water boil. You are not a frog. If you or a veteran you know needs support, don't wait. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov reach. That's va.gov reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council. See, that's the kind of message that we need to see signs all over the place telling veterans that help is available. I don't see any signs in areas where I go and a lot of other people's go that relates to veterans and their health concerns and the concern of the veteran. I hear it right here on this station, which is WBCA. ALP 102.9 FM Boston, Boston's community radio station. And this is the Other Page Radio. And my name is Haywood Fennell, Sr., and I'm a veteran. I am here for you. 857 204 Five, three, one, two, you know what to do. Try to make it happen. Trying to get the word out there. Oh, were they happy? Were they happy? Those candidates that ran and got elected, oh, they were happy come back on that city council two more years two more years what they gonna do not what they're going to do what we as veterans are going to do nobody's coming to save us you gotta understand that we gotta save ourselves we gotta begin to stand and demand because nobody seems to be hearing us that have served this country. I'll give you another example of what I'm talking about. You know, I do a lot of stuff on writing different things, you know, different thoughts and sharing because I care. 
I didn't always care about veterans because I was hooked up on some me stuff. Not we, just me. That didn't work. It doesn't work. This is a collective effort that we must have if people are going to take a serious. Stop playing with veterans and do something. Hey, people, come get up in your face and meet with you, buy you coffee and sit down with you and say they're going to do something, and then a week or two later, they don't do it. How you playing yourself? Because you ain't playing me. I'm a veteran. I know what our needs are, and I know we're not asking for too much. If you're going to give somebody $10 billion to kill each other, and you're not going to give veterans in this country anything, and they fighting and dying, trying to stay alive after what they went through as a United States member of the military. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. I don't have to write you out a dissertation. I'm just telling you to your face, you're wasting time, man. You want me to call your name? No. No, you are. You got to take care of veterans better than that. You got all these houses getting built and put up all over in the streets in the back. You know, you see four and five story buildings that are going to become condominiums. Nothing for veterans. You give them a shelter. You give them a little room that becomes a tomb because there's no wraparound services. When I see you in the street or in places... You always call them my name like I'm your best friend, but yet you don't treat my friends like they're your best friends. And they put on the uniform, was ready to die for you. Some did. I don't know what you're thinking, but I know you're, you're stinking, and you need to try to clean yourself up. Start dealing with veterans and stop playing with them like we're some kind of chumps or something. Potential is everywhere. It's in every child in every community. Big Brothers Big Sisters of Eastern Massachusetts works to transform communities by empowering, defending, and igniting the potential of youth across Eastern Massachusetts, ensuring every child has the support from caring adults that they need for healthy development and success in life. Big Brothers Big Sisters fosters one-to-one -one mentoring relationships between child and adult helping the youth in our communities achieve their fullest potential. But at any given moment, there are hundreds of children in our region in need of a caring adult role model. Do you have what it takes to become a defender of potential? You can learn more at massbaybigs.org. November 10th. November 10th. It's about a couple of weeks or so before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. You know, that's when you're supposed to have a big meal. You know, your family and friends come together, say the prayer, and get busy with their food. Or some veterans uh, go to these restaurants that's giving away food and they go there and they get a plate. Go down to the shelter where there may be a concentration of veterans. You get fed. You know, you get fed food if O-O-D, food. You get food for your stomach. But what are we feeding our veterans for their spirit? How are we dealing with the spirit of one that is defeated out of people not knowing what to do with them? Refusing to yield to the 
importance of understanding that cultural sensitivity is a requirement to deal with our veterans of color. If you go to some institutions, and I don't have to call their names, if you go to some veterans institutions for health care, you'll see it. That none of the doctors, none of the people that are in higher professional positions are people of color. So how do you deal with people coming there that are in need of treatment? You don't because a lot of them don't show up. They take their chances of maybe going to a city hospital or a community uh, health care situation, and that's blocking other people that don't have the same benefits as the veteran does, and that causes them to have to wait or get put on the list. And the openings that are at the VA are just open because the people don't go there. You got people that won't even say that they are veterans. And they got or could have the best care in the world if we can just cross that bridge of understanding and get away from the stigmatizing that goes with racist operations. They didn't even want to give African-American veterans a gun or a uniform. No. They've always had, we've always had problems getting respected. We're the most misunderstood warriors that I know of. But look, Here's a proud moment for you on November the 11th. In honor of African-American veterans, there will be a program at the General William O. Gordine African-American Veteran Memorial Park, located directly across the street from Boston Police Department Station 2 which is located on the corner of Washington and Malcolm X Boulevard that blends into Dudley Street in Anubian Square. At 1 p.m., we're going to gather there, and we're just going to be there. And we hope that you will take the time on November the 11th at 1 p.m. and show up and be a part of a celebration of the park and a commemoration of the services done by African-American veterans since the American Revolution up to Vietnam War era. There's a park there now. It's a beautiful place. It's a spiritual place. And we need to go there and rekindle the spirit at this park. Our spirits are low. Our spirits are sagging. Anytime somebody can say no to a veteran, after all the veterans have done for this country, you don't want to make arrangements for them to have a place and space with care instead of going to a place where there is apathy, resentment, and an unwillingness to provide the care that is needed for these stressed-out, messed-up veterans that I call my brothers and sisters? I'm trying to figure that one out. That's a tough one there. You mean to tell me that you think because these people are asking for care when they show up, they're not coming there 
to sit down and watch any television. They come in there because they need help. All kinds of help. And you got people that's been there for 20 years working, and they see it, but they done got themselves in the state of mind that they doing us a favor. Some of them never carried one of those guns that I mentioned before. There's a few over there. You know what? Let me tell you something. Listen. I'll be writing 3 o'clock in the morning. I got a long list of people that say they're veterans that forgot. They forgot, man. It's easy to forget. You be in a stressful situation, you know, like in combat. I've never been in combat. Not combat, combat. I mean, I've been in some fights. But when you're in combat, man, you you know you don't really have no no say. You following orders and things and stuff. And that adds to the baggage of the stress. That's what that does. And we got to be able to to identify what makes us come up the way that we're coming up now and not helping each other. That's my, that's my big peeve right there. When a veteran don't help a veteran, it's a lot of y'all. You know, you got your different kind of professions and stuff, you know. But you're not helping all the veterans. Why? Because you got a better job or some kind of title that makes you think you're better than? Oh, I know you out there. But I'm telling you something, man. Better wake up. Don't smell the coffee. Drink it. Because you can't walk by another veteran and see him or her in this kind of situation and not think about what you can do to help a fellow veteran. You see these houses that they building up in our community. These buildings, they call them condominiums. And these guys and these women, uh, they was in tents, foxholes, and all other kind of living spaces or standing up, sleeping with their weapons and stuff, unless they got R&R to go back, you know, and get some more strength, get some sleep so you can come out and shoot your gun. And now you done got over here and got yourself all straightened out and you can walk by somebody and look down on them that was a veteran like you. What is that about? Where'd you get that at? Who told you that was cool? Not me. One thing about me, I'm going to tell you the truth, man. I mean, you know, like, we're not going to let you get away with this. We're going to organize and do what needs to be done because you showed us where you're at. You haven't fully understood that veterans are your brothers and sisters. Oh, no, I can't do nothing with him. He used drugs. Oh, no, I can't do nothing. You can do something. You can help another veteran. Because veterans have shown that they know how to take care of each other. It's shown that. They've gone to other countries... Some didn't come out those countries. Some came home 
unable to talk to their wives, to their mothers, to their brothers, to their sisters, to their nieces, to their nephews, because of the trauma that they were exposed to. And they get revisits. They break out in sweats. They stop talking. Stop walking around the block more than one time. Hearing sounds, hearing voices. And having no choices. And having no choices. Because they are book full at the VA and you got to wait. But you didn't have to wait when they put that gun in your hand. Told you to go and do some horrible stuff to some people that you didn't even know. Got to look at the situation, man. It don't look good. It doesn't look good. We got some serious work on our hands, and we have to remove these barriers. Man can't get a place to stay and serve this country. Man can't get no care and services, serve his country. Man can't get no respect. He knows that the flag is not a rag and salute it. Die for it. And you act like they don't deserve anything. I told you that. I deserve something. And I'm going to work on it. I'm going to work on it so you'll be convinced to help us. I'm not going to let these people just think that they can tell us anything and we're not going to respond anymore. We need housing in our community, a program, a building. We need people like you to call up and find out why we can't have a building with some workforce development in it and some wraparound services to create a model for housing that can be replicated that can be operated by veterans for veterans. I said operated by veterans for veterans. I believe in myself and I believe that there are others that believe in themselves and ready to do the work. Don't treat us like this. We are somebody, not anybody. We are veterans. You need to understand that. The sooner you do, the better off you're going to be. Are you a veteran, or do you know a veteran who is struggling with housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing, including hotel stays to eligible struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. I was telling the people at the meeting last night, I'm going to tell them on my radio show, and I'm going to talk to my listening audience about our situation and how much we need other people. You don't have to be a veteran to say a word of support for housing, for programming for veterans. I mean, you know, like, hey, Veterans Day is more than just a day that's designated in November. Veterans Day is every day. You see people that can't help themselves and struggling as a direct result of their military experience and not having their needs addressed before they got out. 
sent them home, all lost in the head. Don't know what they did or who they did it to. And found out more than anybody, they did it to themselves. Can't allow that. What you would call some of these elected officials like Senator Warren. I think her name is Liz Warren. I think I saw her name on something that had to do with veterans. I didn't see her come out or anybody from her office come out on August the 1st, 2023 when the statue was unveiled for General Edward R. Gordine. I didn't see anybody from Ed Markey's office. I didn't see anybody from the elected official's office. You know why? Because they would have taken that opportunity and used it to fool people like they were all involved with the unveiling process that took 20 years before we could get it done. I want to thank the late Ralph Francis Cooper Jr. and thank his widow today, Wilma Brown and the other family members, for being a part of the final thrust to get the statue completed, which is the last piece of artwork uh, done by Fern Cunningham Terry, great artist. Yeah, that was her last piece. And we want to make it right. We want to involve the young people in the writing program that the Veterans Reading Brigade has put together. You know, we, we have just calendar that we have made from images from our art exhibit of veterans in different phases of the military struggle. So we want to, on the 11th of November, we want to invite you to come down and see that calendar. You know, we want people to get an understanding of what our veterans have done for this country. I mean, imagine, you know, American Revolution, they didn't want to give us any guns, they didn't want us to wear uniforms. But we went on out there and we fought, man, and they gave us some guns and we didn't have to run as fast as we did if we didn't have a gun. We had to stay and fight. And we brought, we brought freedom to America. And what has America brought to our veterans? That is the question. What has America done? What will it do? And when will they do it? That's what the question is. See, we've been too focused on giving stuff to other countries, and we haven't given stuff to our own veterans. Let me check that out. Is that ridiculous or what? I never heard of anything like that before. You rather give to somebody else and leave our veterans homeless? That's what you're doing. You got shelters and they're nothing but rooms because there's no treatment. You see the veterans just sitting outside. They're not doing anything. Nothing. And nothing is being done. How can we allow this? Please call Elizabeth Warren's office. Please call Ed Markey's office. Please call Ed Flynn, president of the Boston City Council, who is a veteran. Robert Santiago, who is the commissioner 
of Veteran Services for the City of Boston, John Santiago, who is the Secretary of Veterans Affairs for the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Get your pencil out and write this information down. And I don't have the numbers, but the next time you hear this voice on this station, WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston, I'll have those numbers. Because we got their number. You're not going to keep telling us you're going to do this and do that, and then you don't do anything. That's shameful. Mm, that's lying. Can't have that, y'all. We want to be treated the same way that we thought about you when you put that gun in our hand, when you told some of us we we're going to have to kill some people. Oh, you didn't say it like that now. But the action of what you caused by what you said as we had that gun in our hand is what we, we did. I want to just... Thank you for listening to us today, and thank you for your service to our veterans. You know, uh, we wouldn't be here without you. Nobody would be here without you. We're going to keep it real. Call those numbers, people, because that's what I'm going to be talking about the next time you hear this voice. Who did you call? Don't let them do us like this. We deserve better. This has been the other page radio brought to you by Triad Veterans League. My name is Haywood Fennell, 857-204-5312. That's for you. Thank you for your service. Mm-hmm.